Howdy, you're listening to the Texas A&M RUF podcast. Hope you enjoyed the talk. Is this working? Oh, dude, this is weird. I've never used a mic before. I feel like official. Uh, yeah, I'm George, intern. He said that. It's nice to see you uh, Welcome to RUF. We're, we're glad you're here. Uh, a lot of ways you get to spend your Wednesday night. Uh, but you chose to be here and worship with us, and like, it's really sweet. We don't take it for granted, so thank you all for being here. Um, tonight, we're just going to continue uh, our sermon series in Psalms. Uh, we're doing the Psalms of Ascent. Uh, the Psalms of Ascent were essentially just the songs for the road of uh, the people of Israel as they would pilgrimage to Jerusalem three times a year uh, to gather together and worship. Uh, and so these were kind of in essence, like their road trip songs. This is what they're singing as they're anticipating uh, being with the Lord and with his people. So before we jump in and read, uh, I'm going to pray, and then uh, we'll get it cracking. Uh, Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day. Thank you for tonight, uh, the opportunity to open your word, to be with your people, uh, to worship, to gather. Um, It's a beautiful thing, Uh, and I just pray that you will be with us tonight and your presence will be felt um, as we open your word, talk about it, uh, try to understand uh, what you're trying to teach us tonight. Uh, so as you say, I pray. Amen. So Psalm 122. Uh, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem, built as a city that is bound firmly together to which the tribes go up the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. Their thrones for judgment were set, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for peace, O Jerusalem. May they be secure and love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Um, So, some of you know who I know like maybe better than others. Uh, I love road trips. Um, I love like just being in a car, listening to music, uh, sort of the freedom of the open road. Uh, just the ability to go wherever I want is like it's awesome. Like I love it. It's it's yeah, it's incredible. Like the anticipation of like the destination of where I'm going. Uh, and so this summer actually. Well, uh, went out on a limb and decided to drive uh, from Chattanooga to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, uh, to see about a girl in the uh, great words of Robin Williams. Uh, and it's like, yeah, it's a 25-hour trip. I was like, got to play my cards, see what happens. Um, and I love a road trip, so like, it's a great excuse to, to drive. Uh, so. It like lined up with RUF training, so I was like drove to Denver, it's like 17 hours. I was like, ah, oh, I got like a week to just like mentally prepare and anticipate like what might happen. Um, and I remember leaving the last training and getting in my car to take the next eight hour drive. And I called my roommate from college and I was like, dude, I'm going. <laughs> I'm actually driving up to, to shoot my shot, to say the least. Uh, and I was just filled with like so much excitement, so much joy, uh, just an eagerness to be there, uh, to just uh, all like the memories that could be made, like what this could mean for me, uh, what this could mean for our relationship. Like I was like, there's so much unknown, but I'm so like eager and excited to get there. 
Um, and y'all, that's where this psalm opens. It opens with an eagerness and a joy and an excitement to be with God's people and to worship together. Um, and I don't know about y'all, but that's not necessarily how I feel about when I walk into church every Sunday or when I walk in REF. I'm not like, oh. I'm not always like, oh, I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be amazing. Like, I cannot wait. It's like, oh, I stayed up way too late last night, and I can't believe I'm actually in this room, and I want to go home and take a nap. Uh, like, that's how a lot of times I think we feel. And I think with that, we also have this idea that going to church is like what we're supposed to do. Like, we're supposed to be in worship. Like, we're Christians. That's like part of the thing. So I got to be reading my Bible. I got to be in prayer. Got to go to church. And so, like, if we don't go, we're like, shoot, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, like, I, I feel bad about my relationship with God right now. I feel, like, far away. I need to, like, fix that. Uh, so it's like, oh, I'll just, like, read more of my Bible. I'll pray a little more. And, like, I'll make sure I'm in church next week. So, like, I'll be right. You know, like, I'm right. I'm back where I feel good. Like, me and God are good. You know, like, that's our mentality. And that's, like, so false. Because that is... That is, like, not scriptural at all. Uh, it's not how worship is viewed. That's not, like, what defines our relationship with God. Um, it's not a checked box. Um, it, it's, it's inherently flawed. And when we think about why we go to worship, if it's not to check a box, if it's not to get right with God, like, why do we go? Like, why did the Israelites need to go? To Jerusalem three times a year to worship with all of God's people. Like, why is that? Um, that kind of leads like my first like big question tonight, which is why do we need worship? Uh, because I think if we think about it, we're like wait, like why do we need worship? It's like not something we probably thought a ton about. Um, and, and I, I want to give you this little sentence. Um, so if you don't remember most of what I say. This might be helpful. Uh, but worship provides us a framework for the Christian life. It, it provides us a structure for the Christian life. Um, Eugene Peterson, who if you don't know who that is, like, you need to go read some of his books. He's a, he's a legend amongst the, amongst the Christians. Um, but he writes this, which I think really captures uh, this point very well. He says, how do we get the framework? That sense of solid structure that's so that we know where we stand and are therefore able to do our work easily and without anxiety. Christians go to worship. Week by week, we enter the place compactly built to which the tribes ascend and get a working definition for life. The way God created us. The way He leads us. We know where we stand. Uh, and if you're anything like me, uh, you're incredibly forgetful of this. Like, you, if you're not in church and you're not uh, being surrounded by believers and you're just kind of out doing your own thing, it's so easy to just be swept into sin and to just, like, being tossed around. Uh, we just so quickly forget the simple truths that we're given. Um, it's like we need church. Like, we need worship with other believers because we need a constant reminder of who God is, who God has been, who God is going to be. 
because we just forget, like we're, <laughs> we just forget. Um, and so I want to challenge you to think about like, what is framing your life? Like what are you putting uh, your, your belief in that sort of builds like solidarity within you? Like what are you looking at that's like, if I have this, like I'm okay. Like, if I have a girlfriend, I'm okay. If I make good grades, I'm okay. Like, what are you, what are you putting that into? Um, because if it's not Christ, if it's not the finished work of Jesus, like, it's going to fail. Like, it's going to fail you. And it might be like 30 years from now that it fails you, but like, it will fail you. Um, and so if we're not in this constant cycle of repetitive, rhythmic, time with God's people and in his presence I don't know how we can grow like it is where he promises to be it is where he promises to meet us and so if we don't enter like enter into those spaces like I find it hard to believe that, that we could truly truly grow as Christians um, and so sort of this the next next sort of point here is like who's involved like who goes to worship like what are the people that get. Um, and if we look at the passage, it, it says, you know, the tribes of God. Uh, in the message, it says, all of God's tribes go. Um, there's this, like, sense of diversity there, of different types of people gathering in one place. And that's uncomfortable. Like, that is inherently uncomfortable. Uh, Different people than us make us uncomfortable. Um, and I think, if we're honest, uh, we have chose, pretty much chosen, everything in our lives based off the demographics. Like, we sit there and we're like, oh, yeah, like, that org is cool. Like, those people are a lot like me. Like, I really vibe with them. It's like, well, yeah, of course you can vibe with them. They're just like you. Or, like, you pick your church because it's like, oh, these people, like, they like all the same things I do. Like, this is so cool. Um, and you pick your clubs. It's like, oh, it's fishing club is sick. Like, we all love to fish. It's like, if we're being honest, like, everything we choose in life is about, like, if it fits our, like, personality, the things we like to do, our, our vibe, if you will. Um, but that's not, like, God's community. That's not what God's church is supposed to look like. Um, it's supposed to be like every pocket of every imaginable person in College Station showing up and everyone looking around at me like, you make me kind of uncomfortable because you don't look like me, you don't talk like me, you don't think like me. Like, I don't even know what I would say to you because we have nothing in common. Like, and that's good. Like, I think this passage is inviting us to lean into that uncomfortableness and say, oh, but we do have Jesus. And we are united in Jesus. I can love you. Like, I can get to know you. Uh, one place in my life where I, when I reflect back now, like, that I'm so far removed from it, um, that I kind of see this is, I used to be an athlete at one point in my life, um, which is hard to believe. Um, yeah, I played football, and when I think about football and like kind of what it meant to me, one of the things that always stands out, I'm always like, man, like I met a lot of people 
that I never would have interacted with. But like we were, we were brothers. Like we were united because we played football, and like we like spent all this time together. We lived together for two weeks. We're like waking up at 5:30 and going to work out every day. And it's like this is like we had nothing in common other than like we played football. And like you got to know them because like they're your teammates. Um, and you know that's that's like that's the body of Christ. Like these are people that you may never have interacted with because they're not like your people. They're not like your crowd. Um, and we're called to lean into that. Like, if we can't love the brothers and sisters in the same room who are saying they love the same God who extends His love freely to all of us, like, how can we then go love people who aren't in this room? People who don't know Christ. Like, if we can't love the people that love Christ, I, I find it hard to imagine that we could, could love people out, outside of that. So, I just want to challenge you to think about talking to somebody who you know is a Christian who you're like, they're weird. Or like, I don't understand how they operate. Um, and like, lean into being uncomfortable. Um, because that is something that's like counter to what American Christians have decided is the norm. Uh, we have somehow warped worship and the church into this like, individualistic consumer experience. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, so when I was in college, um, I showed up as a freshman. I was like, yeah, I know like what Christians do. Like, I have a good idea of like what I need to do to like be a Christian in college. It's like, gotta go to, gotta go to college ministry. I gotta go to church. And like, if I do that, like, I'll be all right. So, you know, made some friends, you know, roll into church service on Sunday and it's like we're sitting there like sitting in the back you know trying to trying to scope it out see the vibe and we're like you know you leave you're like I don't know like that the music wasn't like wasn't really it for me it's kind of whack like it's not really not really doing it it's like the preaching's high like he's pretty good uh, the people they're, they're pretty cool but it's like you really get hung up on the music like it's not my music I don't think I can go back so you go another one you're like okay this music was like the right He's singing the right songs, you know, it's, it's the wrong speed or the wrong tune, but it's like they got the right lyrics at least. And you're like, oh, the preacher's biblical, but like he's kind of long-winded, and I don't have an attention span to listen to that guy every week. So it's like, I don't know. And it's like people were cool. Like I like those people, but I don't really don't think I could do that sermon every week. So I'll just go to another one. See so another church like. This one's legit. Like, music's right, preaching's right, but dude, these people are weird. You know, you're like, ah, I don't know, you don't look like my kind of Christians. Um, and so you're like, ah, whatever, like, I'll just stay home and watch my live stream my own church and call it a night. Um, like, that's how we kind of interact with church, if we're being honest. Um, like, what is it doing for me? You know, why isn't it granting all of my wishes? You know, why isn't it perfect like my home church? Everyone has an inflated view of their home church. It's amazing. It's like, oh, my home church is the best church there ever was. And you're like, well, no, because it's, it's my, my home church is the best. Uh, it's like, there's a lot of good churches, y'all. It's not, it's not exclusively uh, taken. So, yeah, it's like, we just have this weird view and relationship uh, with church. Um, and it comes down to this sort of this basic principle of 
Church is not something that we go to to get something out of. I love the question that's like, so would you get a sermon tonight or today, this morning? It's like, it's, it seems like super like nice and genuine and coming from like a good place. Like, oh, like we're, we're learning about God. But it ultimately is pointing to like what we think worship is about. Like what we think going to church is about. It's like, oh, you got to get something out of that sermon or it wasn't worth going to. It's like, I actually didn't get something out of the sermon. In fact, I was just kind of there and I was just there. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I rolled in, I zoned out, and I left. You know, it's like, that's, that's, that's pretty normal, for being honest. Um, and so it's not about getting something out of the sermon. And it's not about the all-star emotional experience that I think a lot of the church has leaned into is why you go. It's like, man... The spirit was moving in that room like everybody was crying like this was sweet. Uh, it's like, that's great. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But like, that can't be why we go to church. Like, you're not going to go to church and cry every time. You're not going to leave church every day like, oh man, like that was moving. What a, what a moving time. Um, you know, we go to church and we go worship because we go to celebrate the reality of the finished work of Jesus. Like, that's why we go. To celebrate with other believers what God has done for us and what He's doing. And we need that. Like, we, when we lean into that being the reason, it doesn't matter, like, if the people are weird. It doesn't matter if the sermon sucks. It doesn't matter if the music is terrible because... We go because we love God and we want to give back. And not give back, but just like, go and be like, I want to be with God because He loves me. And I want to be with God's people because He loves them and I want to learn how to love people better. Uh, and, we, and that's why we go, y'all. We go and we try to create this community of people that loves each other, that loves God, and that wants to extend that to everybody. Because the only thing that really unites this crazy group of people that call themselves Christians is the perfect love of Jesus. Like, that's, that's really all we got. Um, and that's really all we can give. Um, so, like, let's lean into that. Like, let's lean into worship and church being about celebrating what God is doing and what He's done in His people. Um, I kind of want to close it out. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't like tie the Ava brothers into like everything I've ever done. Uh, so I want to close it out with some, some of the some of the Ava brothers uh, quotes. But they have an album, I Loving You, fantastic. Like you gotta listen to it. Uh, but they have a song on there entitled Perfect Space, which is it's very simply written, but it opens with this sort of phrase. Uh, I want to have friends that I can trust, that love me for the man I've become, not the man that I was. I want to have friends that let me be all alone when being alone is all that I need. I want to fit into the perfect space, feel natural and safe in a volatile place. Um, Y'all, we have that perfect, volatile, natural, safe place with God because of Jesus. Like, that's what we have, and that's what we get to celebrate. That is what we get to celebrate when we come to worship. 
So I just want to invite you all into that celebration. Like, let's lean into that reality tonight, tomorrow, the next day, every time we come into worship. Let's celebrate in the reality of the finished work of Jesus. So I'm going to pray. And then six your songs. Um, dear Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for the opportunity to open your word for your people, uh, that we get to celebrate who you are, what you've done, and what you're doing in each and every one of us and as a community of believers. Um, I pray that you will be with us tonight as we leave here. And don't have school tomorrow, apparently, which is another reason to celebrate. Um, and as we, as we worship and fellowship uh, after this, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Texas A&M RUF podcast. If y'all are interested in joining us for a future worship night, we would absolutely love to see y'all at All Face Chapel uh, on the north side of campus across from Sabisa at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go ahead and follow at AggieRUF on Instagram for updates about any other events that we might be putting on throughout the semester. Uh, Thank y'all so much for listening, and we hope to see y'all around sometime.